Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Today, I want to introduce you to Samuel Cutler Ward. He's the 19th century forefather of Paul Manafort, the lobbyist and former Trump campaign chairman on trial near Washington for a number of alleged misdeeds. Like Manafort, who reportedly owns an ostrich jacket, Sam Ward had some seriously expensive tastes, the finest French food and wines, and suits so well cut, one biographer wrote that, quote, no mud seemed to stick. Just like Manafort, Ward needed to dress to impress, not the oligarchs that the former Trump campaign official built a fortune courting and lobbying for around the world, but the emerging titans of the Gilded Age who wanted a favor or two in Congress. Because more than 150 years before Manafort transformed lobbying by taking the business beyond its traditional home near the White House on K Street, Sam Ward was shaping the craft of lobbying at his home on East Street, hosting long, gluttonous dinners with politicos and what we now call interest groups. While Ward was not America's first lobbyist, he was proclaimed then and now as the King of the Lobby, which is also the title of a 2001 biography by historian Catherine Alamong Jacob that chronicles how Ward plied his trade in the chaotic ascendant days of Washington following the Civil War. As described by Jacob, those days sound familiar. She wrote, quote, The Capitol was a tinderbox, growing more volatile each day. The deepening fissure was splitting the nation open, and the Capitol sat squarely on the fault line. Enter Ward, the son of a New York banker who, before arriving in D.C., traveled through Europe, acquiring an expensive taste in food and clothing, as well as a Ph.D. in mathematics. Ward was a bon vivant, a true social butterfly. In his book, So Damn Much Money, former Washington Post managing editor Robert Kaiser described how he plied his extreme sociability skills that contributed, as Kaiser wrote, to, quote, the image of Washington lobbyists as scoundrels, albeit sometimes charming scoundrels. While guys like Samuel Cote, the gunmaker, showed up in Washington to lobby Congress with actual bags of money and guns, Ward would carefully sit important members of Congress next to his clients at his dinners, gently steering the conversation in their favor, and then collecting a check when it all worked out. Government officials loved these dinners, particularly the food. Thanks to plentiful and rare ingredients brought to town by the country's new rail system, fine cuisine was as new and as exciting as a cronut. Did he provide gifts as well? Yes. Yes, he did. Oysters, bottles of burgundy, rare books. There was literally nobody in Washington Ward couldn't charm. And that includes a congressional committee investigating the practices of lobbyists in 1875 and some payments Ward received on a client's behalf. In his book, Kaiser quotes from the hearing transcript, describing how Ward matter-of-factly detailed the payments he had received for his help. 
I must say, Ward said, that it was very liberal compensation for the moderate amount of work which that subsidy seemed to require. Kaiser noted something odd about the testimony, too. The word laughter kept appearing. The stenographer obviously recording for history how Ward made people investigating him laugh and laugh and laugh. Kaiser probably summed up Ward's life better than anyone, writing, quote, He was a genuine Washington character who exploited the character of the times, which was corrupt. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod. <laughs>